There is no phone ringing, damn it! What the hell are you talking about? You know what the hell she's talking about? Now, what in hell am I going to tell this boy Shaver's parents? That a substitute nurse assassinated him because she couldn't tell the doctors from the patients on the floor? My God! Okay. You let a woman beat ya. You little tiny nothing. Why did you move closer to me? Closer to Don't, you. Bob. Uh-uh. His name was Jeremiah Johnson. Norma Ray has been working since she was 16. And Jeff Goldblum is the psycho freak who's everywhere the action is. That's outrageous! You try one more goddamn stunt and I'll light up the fucking sky! I'd rather die running than be left here alone. Okay, but remember, serpentine! Absolutely. What a guy. You can fuck the lilies and the roses too. A decade under the influence. No rules, no limits. No wonder these filmmakers changed our world. I'm slathered in Ben Gay today. I'm going to cure your bursitis by pissing in your mouth. <laughs> I don't do it now. <laughs> need to focus. Oh. I can't do it now. Welcome to a bursitis version. I, like I would like to cure your bursitis. Uh, I don't know that. that well, okay. So you I just was, said I if, it, if it worked, you would do it. Yeah, yeah. And there, there is no guarantee. Anybody out there listening, if you have a bursitis cure, please send it to us. Oh, my God, yes. P.O. Box, the internet, <laughs> and uh, I'll piss in your mouth. Although uh, my <laughs> the ER doctor told me, or the urgency care please doctor told email. me that it was actually, an, they called it bursitis, but they also called it an impingement, which uh, I don't really know. I, mean, I don't know what the difference between either is. Did you look it up? I would have looked that look shit it up? up. I mean, they gave me paper on it, so I mean, I looked it up as much as they gave me information on it. I can give you the the basic rundown of what's going on. I have a f- don't a f- press pause. Today <laughs> we're watching Alien from 1979 <laughs> because Ian Holm died this year and right. he had a birthday yesterday. I'm excited for it. And me I'm too. Excited for you to have no shoulder pain and right. back pain, and for me to get to fucking take a bunch of vitamins. And <laughs> Why a bunch of vitamins? Because that's what makes your piss like fucking like stink and yellow and orange <laughs> or whatever. It's like super color. You haven't done that. Take a bunch of vitamins. Yes, I've taken see. a bunch of vitamins. I just you know don't what know. It does to your pee? What I don't understand is why you think that's more necessary for the process of curing my shoulder. Because it's funny. It's pungent. <laughs> Do you remember Sex Panther? How yeah, funny that was? Because yeah. it was pungent? Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. I don't know that comedy is really what I'm going for as much <laughs> <Not> as you. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> It's win-win if it works. I swear to God. I mean, just send yeah. us an email saying that you know that it works. So I was walking downtown, uh, oh. getting lunch with a friend at work the other day. Uh, and the other day, of course, I mean like seven months ago, because we're in end times now. No one's been downtown in years. Is this about alien. Um, I'm getting there. Um, no, not. And there was this like really like like strung out looking kid on the corner who looked like he was about to die, and he had like a give me a dollar, please. And so I was like, here's a dollar. And instead of saying thank you, he said, you need to tell everyone you know that drinking urine will cure all of their problems. I was like, man, that is like an oversell. Is that why you brought it up? No. I don't know that that's why I brought it up. I was why just, are you bringing it up now? You're supposed to do this while the movie is going on. If there's a time when they're, we're not talking, <laughs> then tell your goddamn like, street urine right story. 
that's where it happens. Let's get to it that's and heavy. save all of those. Okay, I've got I've got so many street urine stories. Because did you say anything else? Uh, no, oh, I just, well, hold it. <laughs> well, now you're asking questions. Yeah, you know it's a group effort. Uh, what's the guy who who wrote this? The guy from the. We'll get to it. Oh, Dan, okay. O'Bannon, Dan O'Bannon, who did Dark Star, yes! that we've done before. Um, oh. I don't know about pressing play on this, but it's a, a DVD menu that is really into itself being a DVD it's menu. Super into itself. It was like it reminded me of the- that that short period in time where they were like, "Oh yeah, it's just the whole like hullabaloo and like you know pomp about DVD <laughs> menus." Oh, and they used to be like. Oh yeah, that's part of the special features is that you get an interactive menu. Oh, so great! And it's like, just like the movie on the Nostromo. Yeah, you gotta find the secret Easter egg button. Oh yeah, that's right. You gotta press these two, and then it opens up a secret door. Drop, drop, and to the right. Oh yeah. We ready? No, because I'm waiting to burp. So, well, maybe if I just counted us in or something. Now you're good. Oh, I was listening to the James Cameron commentary last night, and he uh, he was eating something or like chewing a cigar loudly or something. I don't know okay. what it was, but I was like, uh oh, because I do that all the time. <laughs> and I'm not even as cool as James Cameron. So I was like, or maybe for me it's okay, but for him it's not. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's just that we were past higher expectations. We were past the beginning because we didn't want to hear. They're interactive menus. Yeah, but then they kind so of now yeah, because this is from this the collection. What I rented for Movie Madness is saying Alien Resurrection. Now, I think we can go from when the logo starts to like Paramount. So I would say press play now. Now, nope, not now. Now, once the music has stopped <laughs> on your digitally remastered THX. Oh yeah. We've, we've fucked it all up T- for you. You've got it too H- loud. you got to turn it down. I got it too loud. It, let, let, it, let the record show that for one time, I've I have said that before. too fucking loud. I'm a complex character. Sometimes it's too loud. Sometimes it's too quiet. <laughs> um, I just don't. I'm protecting you. I don't want you to get sued. It keeps saying 33 when I want it to. Would you stop? Okay. I did, did you it. Get the French no version? thanks to you. And now it's way too quiet, by the way. There's Isn't nothing it? happening. I know. I'm just saying I, 23 is going to be too low. I've I got, know this. I've got the controller. I'm ready. Good. Do your job. I'm ready to do my job. <laughs> How do you say that? Tom. Tom Skerritt. Skerritt? Okay. Sigourney. The in-laws. I'm having got Lost Horizon. Claudine. The island. Fuck off. McCabe and Mrs. Miller, <laughs> T.R. Baskin, fuck off. Alien, okay. <laughs> Harry Dean Stanton, everybody. In space, no one can hear you scream. James Cameron did the 80s, uh, 86 Alien, so this is Ridley Scott. There he is, Ian Holm, uh, also known as fucking Bilbo Baggins. That's what Bilbo yeah, Baggins Yeah, so he was uh, pinback. In Dark Star 2. Mm-hmm. Go fucking feed the beach ball. Well, he was the one who, like, was a janitor or something. <laughs> and then he pushed that guy in the fuel or something. Yeah, and so he had to take over his thing. Dan O'Bannon, there he is. 
It is awesome. He also did uh, Return of the Living Dead, which is the punk of the zombie movies. Yeah. The punk one. What's your worst nightmare? By the fucking Cramps and TSOL. Ridley Scott had directed a bunch of commercials and one movie called The Duelists. And this is his big film. This is like a play uh, in a way, even though it's also not. But it's a play that there's only seven characters in this thing. Or is it nine? And it almost all happens this on this ship. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, seven, nine, nine, nine credits in the movie. Se- seven Earth. crew, seven people in the crew. There it is. And then one alien, and uh, one person does the voice of the computer, even though you don't hear a lot. 20 million pounds of ore. Thoroughly influenced. Oh, yeah, do you have the surround thing going? Oh, yeah. Because this is, like, amazing for fucking sound. Yeah, uh, I, got, I got the amazing. surround on. I want it to be cooking, because I had the sound off last night, so this is, like, something that'll be good for me. I love these I just model watched this shots. movie last night, and I want... I want some enjoyment, <laughs> as we were talking about before we started. What were you saying? I said I love those model shots. I, I, I love the, the Nostromo. People putting it together, thinking, like, what would I put on this thing? So uh, Tom Skerritt is the captain, Dallas. He was the cop in fucking Harold and Maude. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. He's like, only a plant of the tree. <laughs> uh, he's in M.A.S.H. He's the dealer with the scar and up in smoke. <laughs> These are just 70s movies for our purposes. He's done a billion movies. He's in Fuzz with Burt Reynolds and The Turning Point with Anne Margaret and Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, all this stuff is fucking amazing. He was heavily influenced by 2001, which is another movie you need to see on a bigger screen TV than we did last time. Yeah, last time we watched it on a postage stamp. It. Like, yeah, it... It has a lot of like awe to it, and if you see it on a small screen, it's like, why would I give a shit about this? Well, you did give a shit. It turned you into a fucking whiner. Yeah, you were I hate yelling, it. I was and you upset. were like ready to die. And it's like one of my favorite yeah. movies, and it was so hurtful, but I was also sad that well, you weren't having any fun. Having watched the five minute version Listen of the movie. I mean, it need, you need to have that sound. You need to see it big. The last time I had seen it was with Jay at the theater right over there. What's that? Academy? What's the theater? That's right up the street. Yeah, it's the Academy. Yeah. It was brilliant. I think everybody was on drugs except for me and Jay. <laughs> 2001, I've taken all the drugs. <laughs> like, I'm lucky I got in. Like The, the paying part was very difficult. <laughs> I've walked up to Marquis before on drugs and just been like, I hope this goes okay. Yep. The worst was when she knew me, but I didn't know she knew me, and she was trying to let me in for free, <laughs> and I kept shoving the money. She was like, just go in. I'm like, but we didn't do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I like, finally figured it out, and I was like, oh, my yeah, God. Getting your, getting your drugs to time out Uh-oh. is a, a difficult challenge because you got to get that just right, that just right amount of, like, I know. You just fuck off. Please don't let that happen again. That is your responsibility. I'm trying real (laughs) hard. This cat is just the worst person on the planet when it comes to like wanting to ruin podcasts. Well, you you put him in another room, or you make the box you were supposed to make. You didn't ask me to do it. I would have made it by now. I had time to make a box. Well, you should have. Damn it! God damn it! 
Okay, uh, don't worry about that show over there with the cat trying to stop the podcast. They are waking up from their pods. He wanted to show um, everybody. I mean, he didn't. I don't feel he necessarily wanted a gratuitous shot just for realism. He was like, and the women could be shirtless too, but they were like, no, we're not going to have nudity, even though they wanted it later. It's a lot of crotch shots. And the movie is rated R, so that's why it's only showing the men. Because the women would have been wearing bras or something. He's like, that's not, you don't go to sleep with your bra on, really. (laughs) Why would you do that? He's an amazing actor. That's fucking Ollivander or whatever, the one guy from Harry Potter. Ollivander. Yeah. Well, you nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I've read them more than you, but you're the nerd. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, I I hate that John ruined... John Hurt died in 2017. He plays Kane. In this movie, he's going to be known as Tummy Guy from the oh, Tummy yep. scene. Tummy. Yep. He's in one of my favorite movies of all times, Plague Dogs, which is about dogs with PTSD from Animal Experiments. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a good movie. movie. And he's in 1984. There's Yavakoto, Harry Dean Stanton, representing... The working class sitcom of the movie, which is fucking <laughs> awesome. All of their shit is like working class, and we want to make sure we get more money. I'm not doing that. What's do? Got to get overtime. He was saying you see things hanging later, and these chicken things are supposed to be stuff they've bought at like deep space gift shops, and so that's why they have all this stuff on the <laughs> ship. And I was like, that's weird. Does the cat go to sleep? Working class. That's right. And there's is this, you know, they did that on purpose with the class separation to show you that. And because um, they're like lower decks. They're the ones that hang below the ship and make it run. And mm-hmm. We need to get full fucking. You wanna get, yeah, I want to get their full shares. And they, they should. It's bullshit that they wouldn't even get considered for it. Uh, Ridley Scott also directed Blade Runner. Duh. These are my top five. Alien, Blade Runner, Thelma and Louise, The Martian, and Legend, 1985. Only the director's cut. The non-director's cut is not in my top five. No? No. Oh, God, you suck. Just stop. I'm not blaming him. I've seen a lot of people... <laughs> You've created this perfect glowing place under a foam mat that he can just, just go explore why does it keep <laughs> being my fault and not because <laughs> you didn't deal with the problem and you're uh, the you're the tech guy i'm sorry i, I hear you i've seen a lot of uh people equating like what it's like outside in the world today where we're at uh to what it's like in blade runner yeah which i think is pretty right so you can obviously see uh that he was interested, he loved 2001, mm-hmm. the homage or whatever. And he mentions it a lot in the commentary. But there's a lot this kind of, of buttons. Scene. And he was like, what a great name, Hal. So he couldn't use something like that. So he used his, his computer's called Mother. Yeah. Which is cool. What's the story? Wishbone. What's the story? Wishbone. That's what I'm saying. Now we got it. We're in Sankyo. Yo. 
I watched an interview where Sigourney Weaver was like, this is her first major film, even though she was in um, Mad Men with the guy from the Warriors, Swan. Oh, was also in Xanadu. Oh, yeah. And um, she's in Annie Hall for like a second. <laughs> but this is her big, big, you know. Yeah, because she's it in this film. Yeah. Right, here's hoping. I believe in you. There's a lot of traffic control stuff going on right now. A lot of space. I would imagine like you wouldn't need a whole lot of like don't run into shit, right? Yeah. I love the design of the Nostromo. And the people that worked on this, you know, did, you know, other amazing shit. It's later in here. Did Star Wars and stuff. Roger Christian, Nostromo Design, now a director, did set design on Star Wars, Life of Brian, Return of the Jedi. He didn't do Empire because he's fucking doing this. <laughs> Is this Industrial Light and Magic? No. I mean, some people, but not just Industrial Light. But it's not that? Okay. One, one, one third? Coming back? Got to heat up that fucking smoke dis destroyer. The other woman is Veronica Cartwright, a uh, character's name Lambert. She's in uh, Going South, which is a shitty Western with Jack Nicholson. She's in Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which is fucking mm. amazing, and we'll be podcasting that soon. 1978, Leonard Nimoy, uh, Leonard Jeff Nimoy. Goldblum, and Donald Sutherland. Harry Dean Stanton is Brett. He died in 2017. They just showed him. He's wearing the Hawaiian T-shirt, Brett. Working class hick. <laughs> or he's the hick from Rafferty and the Goldust Twins. <laughs> he's in that fucking dumb movie we watched, Cisco Pike. Do you remember that? No. With Gene Hackman. It was like a weird kind of like drug thing. You remembered it better than I did. So I don't recall it. He's in moment. The Rose. Harry Dean he's Stanton. in a lot of things. He's also. Well, I'm doing. I'm sticking with '70s. He's in Repo Man. Yes. You were gonna say Repo Man? Fuck yeah. I was gonna was. say the, Repo Man. Was it The Fury or something like that? Where he? He Darren, Harry Dean Stanton? No, not. No, not Fury. Harry Dean Stanton. Um. The pilot guy. Shit, I can't remember his name. Tom Skerritt. Yeah. Didn't come up. I don't think he's in the Fury, but that's all right. No, it's not. It's not Fury. What the fuck is it called? It's the one where the dude. Uh, <sighs> Can see the future and oh yeah yeah Christopher yeah. Walken yeah I didn't he's in Dead Zone Dead Zone thank you I didn't do that because it's eighties but oh. yeah he's in Dead Zone I left that on on purpose and I fucked me all up. <laughs> well I'm back on track he's fucking handsome to me for some reason I don't know why. <laughs> He's like the perfect stepdad for a movie. Yeah, and he's like, he's got this, you know, you could play the captain as like this kind of aggressive thing, but he's just got this laid back. He plays mm -hmm. it really good. Uh, the Rose was uh, Bette Midler. You remember that one? Mm -hmm. You love that one. I can't remember who he was. He's not the giver heroin guy at the end, but he's <laughs> something in that. I don't remember. This, what we're watching now, is known as the, uh, you know, beautifully slow uh, first 45 minutes 
aboard the Nostromo where basically nothing happens for the first 45 minutes. Right. They're just like this figuring out difference. company policy. I mean, it's great. And I think it's beautiful. But it's a big thing. A big difference between 70s and 80s. A lot of people now can't handle movies that are this slow. Mm-hmm. And Aliens is super fast paced. So it's like there's some stark differences. And there's difference in director. Yeah. So again, uh, John Hurt, who plays uh, Kane, so the, the tummy guy, Ollivander, he's an elephant man. He's Aragorn in Lord of the Rings, 1978. Oh. He's in Watership Down. So he's in like three amazing animated movies, <laughs> Plague Dogs, Watership Down, and Lord of the Rings. He's in Midnight Express, which we'll be watching soon. Also very good. What were you going to say? So H.R. Geiger did a lot of the art concept for, for this. Is that right? Yeah, I've got that later. We'll get to that. Okay. It, I, I have it like when they show the Geiger stuff. But yeah, Oh, gotcha. Pretty... Well, I didn't know if he was involved in the spaceship stuff as well. No. It, it doesn't look like his art style. He wasn't. So. But he was definitely involved. And in, um, once they're diverted to the alien ship and he's everything with the alien ship and these things are so interesting to me because, like, the, the, the timeline for them to travel between spaces, like, the technology that they have to get anywhere is, like, obsolete by the time they get back, which I think is an interesting concept. Joy Division. Did you see Lucky? What? Did you see Lucky, the Harry Dean Stanton movie? It's recent. What? It's recent. No. I didn't see it. I wanted to. I watched like the first 15 minutes and it was really like slow even for a 70s movie. So I was was wondering if you'd you'd made it through. I thought you said it was recent. It was. Why'd you say 70s? Oh, it was slow for a 70s movie. Or it was slow. Even for a 70s movie. But it wasn't a 70s movie. But it wasn't a 70s movie. It's very recent. Even 70s movie implies that it's a 70s movie. I would re... I would have rephrased that sentence. Yeah. Edit and then restart. All right. Hey, did you see that Lucky movie? No. No, I did not. Oh, that's interesting. I had a hard time watching it because it was really slow. I like slow. I know. I know. And and we watch a lot of 70s movies, which are are slow. And even uh, enjoying these types of films... It was still very slow. They're nuanced. They've got phrasing and pacing. They're beautiful. <laughs> Burp. I haven't done Yafikoto. In my um, my notes, it doesn't say Yafikoto. It says Yafit fucking Koto. <laughs> there was a punk band we used to play with. Um, I don't know if they were from Canada, but uh, the two times we, we toured Canada, we played with this band a bunch, and they were called Yafikoto. And I always wanted to be like, well, why are you called Yafikoto? <laughs> like, they're literally a band that was named after this actor. He's done some great cult films. Well, this hasn't got Their landing didn't go well. I mean, it's built for this, right? Yeah. Yafikoto was in Truck Turner, Liberation of L.B. Jones, 1970. Across 110th Street, 1972. We watched that. 
Do you remember across 110th Street? No. It was in report oh, to the commissioner in 1975. Blue Collar, 1978, with uh, Harvey Keitel. And, um, where's Harvey Keitel in that? I don't even remember. There's another one that Harvey Keitel was in. Now I'm lost. I'm lost. But he has a crazy death scene. Do you remember Blue Collar? Remind me of Blue Collar. Blue Collar, and he has a crazy death scene. It's like <laughs> they're blue collar workers, and they're, I don't remember. But, um, I need to see it again. We'll watch it. It's on our list. But uh, it's like auto painting, and like Yavakoto is painting an auto, and they like kill him because of the fumes or whatever. He dies from the fumes. Oh, I have a slight memory of that. What's it? But like, would. They, they've it's made a iconic. George Went movie that's like the same thing, right? I don't know what who George Went is. Yes, you do. What George Went? Yeah, fucking Norm. Oh God, no, no, no. That's not seventies. Are you Jurassic Park? No, it's eighties. Yeah, see, no, that's not that's not our focus here. I understand. We'll see you all in our eighties podcast. You can talk about your Norm movie. <laughs> Wait, like Norm Norman or Norm? Norm. Oh, see, I was doing uh, Norman, like Norman or Newman. I was doing Newman. He's in <laughs> Jurassic Park. I was way off. Similar body shape, maybe. Yeah, um, I think Norm's got a Norm is Cheers guy. He was yeah. in Dreamscape, also an eighties movie. I think it's Michael Keaton, him, and uh, who else? I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Mother says sun's coming up in twenty minutes. So, Victory, do you think Dallas is handsome? I think they're all handsome. They're shot beautifully. The Dallas is beardly. Of, uh, cinematography of is amazing. In this. Um, I don't find any of them remotely attractive. There, I, well, I was saying, I was like, I don't know what it is, but I find him kind of dreamy. I don't know. I think he's like perfect 70s stepdad. On a scale of like dreamiest, I would go Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, Veronica Cartwright, Yafit fucking Kodo, <laughs> and then onward. Yafit fucking, fucking. Yeah, I would say the only attractive person on this crew is Sigourney Weaver. Veronica Cartwright. What? He's got kind of punky hair, cutting edge, 1979, punky she hair. She does have punky hair. Yeah, he's ready. And Bilbo's somewhat hot. I don't know. He can't be hot here because he's playing a robot. <laughs> I mean, it's not his focus to be hot. Oh, it's nice out. Actually, that's like the weather is out like today. I feel if Bilbo wanted to give us sexy, he could give us sexy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you want a sexy take? This movie. He's a professional. He would give us three different takes, at least. Three separate looks. Oh, God. In the fucking commentary, when this scene shows up, uh, Ridley Scott goes, uh, I believe this cockpit is very fascist looking. <laughs> like, okay, I didn't really get that, but all right. Fascist. I wonder what he means by that. I don't know. Like, is it oppressive looking? What? 
That was this morning, literally. Uh, this film took 18 months to shoot. The Nostromo model is about four feet. Or sorry, 12-week shoot, not 18 months. What is my 18-month note? I don't even know. 12-week shoot. What the fuck were those World War II planes called? Like Sky Fortress Zeros? or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, it's something the like that. that. had the windows like that. I think you're right, though. Like the this He's fucking with her here. I like this. It's something Fortress. He's he's making that noise to fuck with her when he doesn't have to. Because he's like, what? <laughs> Why don't you just fuck yeah, off? Yeah, but then like, it's a good gag. He just... <laughs> <laughs> They want to get paid. It's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is just fucking with her? Below decks. Let's hear it. I did that once at a at a protest where we were doing a, like a a drum thing. We were storming the administration building, and every time this guy went to talk, I just drummed over the top of him, and it would stop and be like, "I couldn't hear what you were saying." <laughs> so, yeah. I did that once with the PA when I realized the PA was louder than the cops PA. <laughs> yeah, there's a picture of the cockpit in my notes and it says like, love this cockpit. It looks very fascist. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, that's funny. I didn't, that didn't translate to me. Maybe, you know, maybe it's subtext. Right. We subconsciously get the fascist. Because he is the fascist. He's working for the company. It's the, the whole thing that reveal later. Spoiler alert is that the crew is expendable and shit like that, you know. Right. They want this for a weapon. They just got to pay out a little bit if the crew he does. He says in the commentary, too, uh, which we'll get to as it goes on, about, like, how um, how he saw... Because that's the... Yeah, they're... How he saw the alien spaceship and what, what, what this whole area was. Let's see if I can find it. His theory is that it's an aircraft carrier, a battle wagon of a civilization. Eggs are cargo, essentially weapons. And this is where we start seeing the Giger stuff. And this whole thing with Giger was where does biology end and technology begin? Giger painted album covers for Blondie. And uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, Brain Solid Surgery, an amazing prog rock opus. Huh. And on just, uh, you know, every uh, gothic house that I went to was a coffee table book, the Necronomicon. Oh, yeah. And um, he was, uh, Ridley Scott was highly influenced by his book, the Necronomicon. Now, see, this guy isn't smoky enough to look like what it looks like here. <laughs> That's true. You can still see c celestial bodies in the sky. Yeah. Here, you can't see across the fucking street. <laughs> now, when I was 15 years old, I bought my first Dead Kennedys record, brand new Dead Kennedys record. Hmm. It came with a poster that was later pulled. I was one of the, f you know few hundred or thousand to get the poster and it was um 
H.R. Giger, and it was supposed to be this explicit thing, which didn't translate to me when I was 15. Right. You look at it now, and you can see dicks and condoms and vaginas. But oh. when I was 15, I was just like, it's mud or something. <laughs> <laughs> but he had, you know, L.A. cops raid his house. The PMRC, like, put him on trial and, you know, distributing unlawful material to a That's minor amazing. or something like that. Yeah, fucking took a year out of his life to fight it. It was a huge, huge thing. And they, he never called him Giger. He called him Swiss Surrealist, H.R. Giger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his shit is amazing. And so I'm grateful for his uh, work on this. And this was his first collaboration with cinema. I watched an interview, and his accent is thick. And he's just a weird-looking and sounding dude. I believe it. Giger, yeah, he does not disappoint for the image. I'm just like... That is exactly <laughs> what I thought you would say or not say. They asked him a question. He's just basically like not really saying anything, <laughs> looking eerie. Like perfect, cut, love it. We'll take it. I just, I mean, I watched this movie so many times, kind of like not, not knowing and not really wanting to know what all of this was used for. You know, it has a purpose, but um, it's interesting to put that piece into it that this was built as weaponry for the people who built it. I don't know how Ian Holmes character or the company knew that, how they had the information that they wanted this because they went there for that. Right. Have you seen all the prequel things for no, this? No, no. I haven't in, either. In the, I mean, I saw one of them, which I need to see again because I had a really bad tummy ache when I saw it, which is funny because <laughs> Alien is like the tummy ache movie. <laughs> yeah, when I saw Prometheus at uh, Cinemagic or something, it was just a bad experience. I had a horrible tummy ache. It was like on a date, and Ugh. they were like, Aww. not wanting to leave, and I kind of wanted to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so I really need to see that movie again. I like was like, I hate this movie, but maybe that was because of my tummy ache. Yeah. That physical association. Oh, hey. You want to come up here? Our Bobby is uh, interested in more chips or crackers, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, they act like they're getting a distress call, but um, I'm just curious now, like, how much the company knew, how they knew it, if they heard whispers about it. It's obvious that they would want this acid for blood shit as weapons, but. Oh, yeah. This is amazing. This is all. Or being able to use uh, Xenomorph as like a soldier. Yeah, that's the whole point of saying weapons. The acid for blood thing. That is cool. Yeah. Oh, and he's been, he's like fossilized. He's been there so much. He's like part of the chair. This giant telescope. (laughs) Fear giants. Fear gods. Is there, what, three prequel mi- movies? I thought there were two. But if I think there are two, that means they're probably three because they're cranking them out. There's so many more Spider-Man and uh, Captain America movies than I thought there were yeah, Wolverine but, movies. Whoa! But at least like with these, I think they, they are generally sticking to a story with those. It's like, let's rewrite it every time. I think there's 19 different Spider-Man movies, and they're all like the same fucking movie just made over and over and over again. 
Spider-Man. I don't know. Some of those movies uh, are good for when you're real high and you can't stop thinking about death and mortality. You pop in a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> you might survive. Just go on the ride. You might do okay. Uh, punching just solves all the problems. It's like he exploded from the inside. It's amazing. So oh, this is amazing. It's amazing. Or just something that was like to give him oxygen in space or something or whatever he needs for oxygen. Whatever the substitute. <laughs> Fuck your phone. <laughs> I love cats doing cat things. Yes. Knock it all off. Break that glass. <laughs> he would love to. There's Did you ever know that you're my hero? He's very he's standard cat when it comes to like things on tables. He hasn't done that in a while. He's he did it this morning. I mean, for what I see. What's the point? You can catch all of his subtle clues that were that the actor put in there about being more robotic. There's some some interesting clues. I like that uniform too. Mm-hmm. It looks even better on on Ripley. It's the thing coming up where there's like a, a a pod and he presses upon it, and the director said it was like his hand in a rubber glove. <laughs> and he was like, "Why pay like tens of thousands of dollars if he can do it?" Easy, like this way. (laughs) Have you seen the photos of that bar in Europe that is covered in all this kind of stuff? I haven't seen it, but I feel like I've been to that bar. Themed bar. It's amazing. He used real lasers for this. it's fucking cool, and the machine was loud or something. At some point, you can hear the sound, and that was the actual sound that the laser beam was making. <laughs> again, I'll say it again. The sound in this is amazing. Jimmy Shields did the sound effects. Jimmy Shields. Yeah, that's a fucking good name. Yeah, it is. It's like that uh, Sergeant Peppers. The one and only Jimmy Shields. Sergeant <laughs> Peppers. <laughs> Jimmy Shields is a great name. Sergeant Peppers is a shitty name. <laughs> Peppers. This is fucking awesome. His voice, you could just see him giving a wand to Harry Potter. I know, right? <laughs> Unicorn and Redwood. Oh my god. You're, oh god. Take away five nerd points. <laughs> Unicorn Redwood. Oh, I didn't. It didn't translate. I'm not on your nerd level. I didn't even get it. Whoa, oh, that's whoa, cool. whoa, 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 whoa! What are you doing? <laughs> Let's see if we can mic this. Or did it? <laughs> yeah, either that or it's gonna about to break my laptop. Is it still going though? Yeah. Did you check? I did. I can see it. Oh, good. Good. You might want to crop it back up. 
Man, he fucked that thing up. Or you're going to miss where you can see the director's hand in a fucking rubber glove. <laughs> oh, and he also filmed it where it was, the stuff is going up. He's like saying, hey, just there it is. That's <laughs> Ridley Scott's hand in a rubber glove. <laughs> you stole the mystery. But it works. Yeah, I mean, that's what these podcasts are for. <laughs> we took Second away the mystique. rubber glove. I think there's other shit in there, too. Jesus. But it's still fucking rad. Yeah, it's like his hand in a rubber glove and a bowl of jello or something. Well, there's another thing when they show, and he was just like, it's all shellfish. It's all shellfish? Oh, I, I think it's not this. Oh, that was like a some gross thing they got. It, was oh, like, it looks like a pile it, of chicken. No, it's like a cow. Something about a cow's stomach. Mm-hmm. Oh, ah. And now we're going to get to where uh, um, Ripley is right, Sigourney Weaver, because she's like, by the book, and she's right, to not let him in. It's a Star Trek rule, you mm-hmm. know? Not decontaminated. They're like, open the door. Bilbo opens the fucking door, but he's wrong, but he's he's right for the company, wanting to get this, this bioweapon. I just love how I saw this movie like nine times before I got so much of it. Before you got what? So much of it. Like, you know, I mean, I got that, like, I wanted to use it for the military, but I didn't get, you know, a lot. It's just another movie that the more I watch it, the more I get from it. Sure. Fucking right. Yeah. It's just the first few times I watch a lot of sci-fi movies that I love. I'm just like, I love sci-fi. Not getting any of the messages. She's great. That's empathy. Come on now. Purina. <laughs> I'm pissed off. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. Why would they do that? Why have protocols like that if you don't follow them? Because the crew, the crew's expendable. Well, we don't find that out till much later. This is all amazing. Blah. I'm doing research. I thought maybe I'd listen to some podcasts. I didn't really follow through with that. I started to listen to one podcast, and that was where it was like these, like, not teens, but early 20s people that were just getting drunk watching Alien. I was like, a lot of podcasts are people just getting drunk. <laughs> That's early into media. <laughs> I don't know why they were even worried about it. It's weird that none of them are like, how come they didn't follow the fucking decontamination procedure? This seems big. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
but I was saying um, some of the podcasts were like, oh, it's a great horror movie. And others were like, it's sci-fi. And I was like, it can be both. I think it's both. Sure. It's definitely, I think it's, I would argue more sci-fi than horror, but, you know, if you're doing uh, a cookie cutter of a horror movie, this this has it. It's like yeah. Halloween or any of them. It's like, there's a survivor at the end and everyone else dies and there's a, something killing them. Yeah, absolutely. Though I'm more like supernatural horror than I like any type of slasher thing. And he's kind of a slasher. There's even a couple things where he jumps out later. It's like, that's not even like horror. Maybe in 79 they bought it and were scared, but there's a couple ta-da where like the alien's like, ta-da! And that's just (laughs) silly. (laughs) I mean, which is what, you know, people are worried about. I think this holds up, but the director's like, yeah, it holds up. And they're like, okay, some of it. It's a little rubber suity, but yeah, I still jump when I walk through a haunted house, though, and yeah, you get those like mummies or whatever that pop up. Burping. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, like why'd you open the door? Ridley said he was really happy with the actors making the gobbledygook come alive. <laughs> I think they do a really good job when they're doing. I mean, a lot of it is just passed over me now because you just you just buy it. Techno babble, tech and the tech. <laughs> right, saying nonsense believably is uh, it's a skill. This is all amazing horror, and it's also like one of the first. So it's like people that saw this at the time. He was standing up for it, being R, and he was even, because the lady interviewing him was like, you know, I feel like this would appeal to kids, but it's rated R, and kids can't see it. He was like, I stand up for what it is, and kids are going to get to see it. He's like, the kids will will see it. (laughs) I didn't see it till I was much older, but like, I remember there was a toy that was marketed to kids, and I was like, oh, this is from the movie that I can't see. (laughs) It's a little bit weird. I did not have the toy. This is a neat concept that it'll just like, it does eventually stop, but it's like, what, four floors going through? Oh, that's wild. Yeah, Fakoto. Don't get under it. I love the Fakoto. You know you're fucking cool when there's this, a punk band named after you for no reason. Right. Yeah, was a great punk band. It's a good name. Is it? It is. I mean, it's just like. Uh, We're gonna rolls a off band the called Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> I love this, but I also love that at the end he gives him the pen back. <laughs> <laughs> he does a great. I mean, he's a great character actor, Harry Dean Stanton. It's phenomenal, but he does play some some Hicks. Yeah, a lot of Hicks. Yavakoto. <laughs> he just stares. I don't, I don't know if I want that back. He's in like every David Lynch film. Yeah, he's in a few. He's, I don't know. I don't give a fuck about David Lynch. Okay. <laughs> 
Tried making it through Blue Velvet. No, thank you. Anyone want my Blue Velvet laser disc? Uh, let me know, and I'll I'll sell it to you for a, a good price. <laughs> True. Shouldn't have landed in this place in the first place. We're going to watch The Elephant Man at some point, though. Mm-hmm. That's David Lynch. Mm-hmm. But not Eraserhead. Blech. I'm fine with that. I don't like mm-hmm. Eraserhead. You love it. You fucking love it. Like Twin Peaks. Mm. We didn't like Twin Peaks. I liked the first seven episodes and the last episode. <laughs> Those are the only ones that David Lynch directed. Although there's a new season. That he, has, he, he did that, right? He did the, all of that, and it is not my favorite. No. Oh. There's good parts. It's of weird it. the good shows that, that they come back when they when they fail. Like X Files ne- has never gotten it back. No. Every X Files movie, and I never liked X Files. I don't know why it didn't <laughs> translate to me, but I liked X Files. Never, never got into it. But you don't like like Monster of the Week shows either. Eh. I like your cats. Yeah, they like you. <laughs> Ian Holm. I'm ready to go on another adventure. (laughs) Mithril. No, no, it's not. What? I was making a guess at what it was. Oh, he's also in Jesus of Nazareth. One of my favorite Jesus movies of 1977. I don't know who he's in. Everyone's in. He's in that movie. You like Chariots of Fire. Was that a movie I liked? You said you liked it. I was stunned. I was like, really? Do, 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 do. Yeah, you did say you liked it. I don't know that I said I liked it. <sighs> you did. That's why I wrote it down. I wasn't even going to write Chariots of Fire because it's <laughs> fucking 81. I wrote it for you, and your fucking bum is like, I don't remember. <sighs> <laughs> well, now you love it. <laughs> That's right, because I don't know if I like it. I love it. You do. So many switches. I'm going to get you a fucking copy of it. Jerry Goldsmith did the score. He did Star Trek The Motion Picture. And you let him in. Fucking right. No, you forgot. And yeah. I was quoting it really specifically. I would have left him off the ship. Well, it is true. The director was like, "Yeah, it it would have been correct, and there wouldn't they would it would have saved the ship, but there would not have been a movie, of course." Yeah, but like that's the whole thing about shows, right? You have to have those moments of conflict and failure. Yeah. That's how shows work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you, you didn't pens? let me all do these pen holes, and you've got no pens. I mean, whatever's he, supposed to be. What's he telling little... her right then? That's dumb as shit. No, he's not. He's an amazing robot that is evil, and he's drinking robotic uh, liquid. 
Well, later when they're like they're fucking killing him, is like all that white shit's coming out. Mm-hmm. Is that because he lives off milk? I just thought that that was like <laughs> the chemical inside of him that helps him robotically work. He's like his hydraulic you know, fluids. Yeah, something. But maybe he's just I just drink milk constantly. That's all in there. That's fucking cool. Does it look fascist? <laughs> uh, where was that? Jerry I? Jerry Goldsmith. Think it's annoying that he's all like. Fucking like you do jo- your job and I'll do mine. When she's like, I was trying to do my job and you fucking you fucked up my job. Yeah, I mean he just wants her to leave the room. He wants to, to take the alien home and she's right, but he just wants to move on. He's he can't kill her yet. <laughs> but it's a move. It's a it's a moment that's only like plausible because of sexism, right? If, Huh? I don't think so. I think so. I think if that's a male like uh, captain or something like that. Yeah, he, he feels entitled to undermine her authority, and like it's no big deal to do so. But I think he would. I mean, sure, that's probably there too. But if it was a man, I think he would have done the same thing because he's the evil robot guy. I don't disagree with you, but I think in that scene, he's not getting out of that. Like she walks away and is like, "Fucking whatever. You're such a like." Yeah, I'll do my job if you will let me do my fucking job. And she just walks away and doesn't like dig in. But I think if that's a guy, he fucking tears him apart in that scene. I don't know. There's nobody stronger than Ripley. <laughs> it's so self-evident. She's the only one that survives. I agree. Case closed. I just think the only reason that the audience buys that as a feasible response is because she's a woman. Yep. I'm part of the audience and I didn't buy it for that because like, she's fucking great and he's shitty and he wants her to go away and she's like, fuck you. I'm just getting out of here. All this shit to deal with. I'm yeah, the only why? one that's going to survive. Why does she feel like she has to just back off or back down? Yeah. She's why doesn't she officer. feel like she has Maybe. the authority to tear him a new asshole? When I put myself in the movie, I'm like, well, just fuck you then. I don't think she's going to get anything else out of him because he sucks. It's Bilbo. He's not doing right right now. That's right. Come on, Bilbo. <laughs> What's yeah, he doing? He's got like one of those like key magnets. Slip me. There was something where I think the director said something like that to support what you guys were just saying, <laughs> but I don't. I wasn't paying attention. Then <laughs> <either>. <laughs> it was just like sexist response. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. But it was. Something to promote that, like, Ridley is the shit, you know. Like, she'll have the last whatever. Oh, watch out. You know, and you make a decision to do this because you want to do this. What do they have? It's representation, and it's women in a position of power. It's fucking cool. Yeah, agreed. Okay, this I think was the all the all shellfish or something. <laughs> yeah, I drew another picture. Look at that. That's a little alien. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There <laughs> it is. All shellfish. Wait, yeah. if it's all that shellfish. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. What do we have here? It's my Ooh. digital download from my death record. Yes. Uh-huh. 
It's like you realize none of this should be happening right now. Yeah, fucking listen. Can't go that way. It was like nobody really wanted anything like this to happen, but that's like the difference between like boomers or whatever, because they're just like a mining ship or whatever, and like actual space exploration where they have weapons. Because it seems like they have weapons too, though. I feel like they barely though. But it just, it's like weird when they talk they're... about like boomers, like space miners right before the Federation and Trek that were out in space exploring. It was like, didn't, why didn't they all get like killed by Romulans? <laughs> 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 There's some fucking freaky shit out there. Absolutely. <laughs> and before... They go back. They're gonna. They're gonna have another big meal. The first big meal they had was because they just woke up, so they had a gigantic meal. Mm-hmm. And now they're gonna have another gigantic meal before they go back into stasis. I don't know if the cat goes into stasis or not. I feel like at the end, but I was looking for it. I felt like Ripley had the cat. Maybe Ripley has I the cat in Aliens well. at the end. It might be from Aliens. Yeah, that's what I remember. I think it might be Aliens because I was looking for it here. I don't know. Not only fucking do the lower decks do a lot of the work, it looks like they're doing all the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the pilot in Aliens with the glasses. He's got the cop glasses. She's like, all right, in the pipe, five by five or something. <laughs> That's like a complete muscle memory clo- quote. It's not correct, but what correct it is all comes from subconscious. <laughs> Because so, I know it's something in the pipe, five by five. <laughs> I have no idea what you're doing with that quote. I like it, though. Yeah. I mean, I, people are screaming at the at the podcast. I scream at podcasts. We all scream at podcasts. I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's fucking Adam West. Shut up. It's a good... Model undershot. What are you doing? Oh, there's crackers right there. See, smell. Is that a joint? He's getting man? crackers for me. Yeah. I like freezing it. Wait, where's he getting crackers from? My car. Oh, good. They should all be in quarantine.
He's up and ready. Woo! Thank you for that silence you contributed to with your absence. I suddenly had nothing to say, and you were gone. You didn't say nothing to me. What? No, I'm saying, like, are you giving... What? There were three of us, and then there were two of us, and no one was saying nothing. Oh, you I'm were, sorry for, like, You were gone seconds. and made to go by the other person who was completely yeah. quiet. Who was supposed to fill in the space. Nobody did. I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he in that weird, like, onesie outfit? There, see? Where was that fucking 45 seconds ago? Well, here you go. We need that onesie shit. Someone had to have their crackers from the car. (laughs) Instead of a professional podcast, you're going to hear about the lack of professionalism (laughs) in the podcast. That'll that'll keep us afloat. On-air review is what you're going to get. I'm enjoying my crackers. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) It's a good follow-through. It's a lot of smacking. Yeah, super, super happy, loud smacking, eating. Is that a beer? Is that a beer? Was I think it was a joint and a beer. They know how to party. Yeah, you do. You pound it down. You can tell Ash every time they show Ash, he already knows. He already knows what's going to happen. Yep. He's just like, he may be a robot, but he's a scientist robot. So he's just like mm-hmm. observing it, watching it. Well, and they already looked, I mean, they've given you everything you need to know for to know that this scene is coming. Yeah, I think so. I mean, movies like this, when I first saw them, I was young. So, so much of it did a flyby. And because you haven't seen anything like this before, you know, no matter what age, people were kind of stunned. This is a, about as iconic as it comes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, he said it was a rig thing, and it's like you can't even tell when they switch. And there was all these things that were, were rigged to go. It was all done in one take with uh, five cameras. I couldn't hear, but you said that none of them knew what was coming, right? What'd you say? Love it. Hello. What now? I said I couldn't hear you, but did you say already say it? They none of them knew it was coming. I didn't hear you. I heard part of it. He yelled, but uh, Ash Ash knew it was coming. Ian Holmes' character knew that it was coming. Do you mean for real or like? Yeah. I'm sure they all read the script. Oh, that. Um, I thought I had heard a rumor that some the actors that. like weren't some. weren't like let in on it. Like they knew that something surprising or whatever was going to happen, but really? they didn't know specifically what it was because he wanted to authentically surprise, like startled reaction. Yeah, they didn't know Whoa. like what it was going to look like and some things about the alien, but uh, he knew, Ash's character knew. Director was just saying, you know, in the commentary that his character knows that it's going to happen. And then in another interview, they were like, yeah, because I read that too, where they're like, they didn't know, but then 
most of the interviews I listened to, they knew there were some things that were kept hidden. Like they were never shown the alien. But I'm sure that that character knew that what he let aboard was dangerous and that their character was going to die. But I think there were things that were withheld about it. Some of that, I feel, is just PR, too. I think they probably knew. <laughs> Why didn't she at least want to say, I told you I was fucking right? Does anyone want to say anything? Yeah. yeah she's fucking cool. I was fucking right. Just cool. That's like, I mean, this is before we're at the con, but that whole beaming into space thing. They beam Spock into space. They're ripping off Alien. Working class, getting it done. It's really I just, big. I just rigged this up for y'all. Yeah, you need a tool? I made a tool. Yeah. <laughs> Cat likes her crackers. Mm. Good job. You designed that. Yeah, you're right. Where is his pins? What now? I said you were absolutely right. Where are his pins? Oh yeah, yeah. Or is is that supposed to be bullets? I don't I don't know. Cuz in Empire they have shit like that and there's like little cylinder things and who knows what they are. Hot. <laughs> and he made that thing too. It's fucking cool. You think they would have had that from the jump, but they're just not not used to needing shit like that. They're just like, we're miners, and we're not even miners. We're like haulers. They're like truck drivers. But he has the ability to rig up a sensor thing. Why not just have it? <laughs> From this point on, they will have these amazing sensors designed by the amazing Harry Dean Stanton. What's his fucking... No, he, but he didn't make that one. Ash made that one. Okay. He made the... He made the cattle, cattle prods. prods. Regardless, I can't remember his name. Brett. Uh, he's also next on the death list. <gasps> it goes uh, Wandmaker. What's his character's name? Kane. Oh. I almost said Olivander. Kane. Like, Wandmaker. Are you kidding? We, want, we did this. Yeah. It's not a well-lit space. Oh, it's fucking cool. And it looks better than it did when I remember seeing it. Oh, yeah. This is a really good copy. Well, I think... I mean, it's not that it's doing it in an unfairness, but it's not like when this was released theatrically and when I saw it on TV, it was a, a lot darker looking. Hmm. So I think they... Game of Thrones all turned us on to turning up Clean our up. Uh, tent or whatever. Hmm. I don't know. This release came out before Game of Thrones. This is on their <laughs> four DVD pack or whatever, which isn't exactly what I asked for. I wanted a Blu-ray version of this, but whatever. Maybe it wasn't <laughs> available. It's nice to see more of the detail of the sets, though. Oh, the it sets is. Are yeah, so totally spectacular. Yeah. I Oh, that should be a quote people remember. Micro changes in the density of my ass. <laughs> in the pipe, five by five. <laughs> I 
I think the more I say it, the more I think that that's right. My subconscious remembers. What, who? But seriously, who did like design the lighting for these spaces? Because I would be a little bit pissed. You know, they're always talking about working conditions and they getting their pay and whatnot. Like, why not like some floor lighting so we know where we're standing, like where the hallway is? Like they I even give that to you in RVs in the eighties. Why can't I get it in my space? This looks like Red Dwarf right here. I mean, you know. There were some things the director was like, yeah, you know, maybe they wouldn't have this in space or this or that, you know, there wouldn't be that much smoke, but it looks fucking cool. <laughs> it's like, that, that's why I did it. Energy saving, too. Like, it takes a lot of energy to get a spacecraft around. Yeah. Retcon it. Good, good retcon. I love it. It's true. You think they'd have a little more of a cool setup mm-hmm. for this than just a net? No, we got we got a net and a cattle prod. It's gonna be great. I love it how Yapakoto can't switch gears right away. It's the cat. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> he's like, he's still like. <laughs> I feel like that's me. I was like, that would be me in there. Go get it. You're next on the list to fucking die. Go. Yeah, just, just fucking get it. This is a horror movie thing, too. Yeah. Like, can we all go together so that, like, I don't die next? <laughs> no, no. We got to break up for a minute so that you can die next. <laughs> Look at that. Pretty kitty's eyes watching. He gets this close up right before he he dies, and he said after the premiere, he went up to the director and was like, "Thank you so much for the close up." He was all grateful for it. Oh, uh, but it's like right before he gets murdered. <laughs> it's funny because when I was watching, I was thinking that it was such an in- intense close up that it was like, "Oh, you can see everything." You know, it looks really good. Some of these 70s movies, um, I need to learn more about it, but there's a a process to the way it was filmed where it's like they say wet and it almost looks kind of wet. And it's just like it actually does involve wetness. I don't know. Sometimes when you're talking some of that tech, you tune the fuck out. (laughs) But there's this close up. (laughs) Looking good. Um, when we watch American Graffiti, that is like the most wet looking filmed movie that I've seen where you can say, what is that? There it is. That looks like, I think he said what it was and it was like an actual piece of equipment that exists and he, he painted a lot of this shit gold. Yeah. That's like some kind of tanky thing. They painted gold, (laughs) but I think it all works and I feel like it all holds up the skin. Yeah. See that now, you know, that's my clue to run. Run. Yeah. Like, what is this? It's, it's run is what it is. Yep. Why would it lose its run? Do 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 run. <laughs> Everything's gold and it's dark, so it looks fucking Baby, we were creepy. born to run. <laughs> 
what is this? There's so many things. I'm like, I want to just know about the ship. Like, can brilliant. Get, no, it's get like cool. a tour with like what these rooms are and what stuff does. Sometimes they a would lot offer of that stuff on like mining stuff, shitty right? DVDs, and like you would love that. <laughs> like, take a virtual tour of the Nostromo. I think that might be something that's on one of these. <laughs> Let us know, listeners. Where can I find a virtual tour tour of the Nostromo? Absolutely, that's like a punch bowl upside down and painted gold or something, <laughs> or Jello mold. Right. A lot of that stuff is, and they try to hide it. Real good, but if you watch like Star Crash, it's like some of that stuff is not so good. He's well, like, that's why you that, don't, that's a cup. That's why you don't light it real well, right? Sometimes you can get away with a lot of that stuff where you're like, I don't know, just put a fork on the wall, paint well, I mean, it gold. Bring your constructive criticism here. Like, where's all that water coming from? He's cooling off because he's hot, but like, what's what's the deal with this? <laughs> Oh, you don't know about this? Well, this is actually a really common thing on mining rigs. Yeah, I like these cooling off. You you need a cooling a coolant system. There's something later when like the ship starts and all this like, you know, goop is coming out. And he was like, "Well, it's because they're 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 it's plasma based." And I'm like, "Okay, way to retcon on that. It's just plasma." I would have thought he would have gone with heat exchange. Mm. No, no, there you go with your heat exchange. Ha ha ha. It's I a see. common thing with uh, I see, yeah. with spaceships Let me when just they take off that like uh oh, you have that that really intense heat exchange and they they builds up lots of ice on the yeah on the ships. But the director blocked all that plasma, so ah! you don't get to talk about no heat exchange. I mean, it really shed its skin. Well, and it grew fifty times what it was, you know. Before I don't know how much time has passed. That's what I'm saying. God, this actor's name is real hard to say. B-O-L-A-J-I. Bolaji. Bolaji. B-A-D-E-J-O. Badejo. It's a visual artist and actor who gave us the alien movements of the alien. I love how the cat's just watching. There was something where you see, oh, right before when the cat hissed, Mm -hmm. the director had like a German shepherd and was like, eh. (laughs) <laughs> and he was like, and we got the just the reaction we wanted from the cat. <laughs> it's just like you just like produced a dog for half a second. <laughs> mm. Um, the alien actor Bolaji Badeo, uh, he died really young at thirty nine of sickle cell anemia. Ran an art gallery, I think, in France. I don't remember. Whoa. It's another documentary I haven't seen yet. <laughs> Which guy was it? The guy, the, the visual artist and actor who's in the alien suit. Oh. Number eight of the nine credits. You have the seven actors on the Nostromo and the, the voice of the ship. And this guy. There were some stunt people, too. I think there was another man in the alien suit for a while. but Huh. All the main stuff of the alien was done with Bolaji. Wasn't he Sir Ian Holm before he died? Is he another one that was knighted? I think so. I think so. Mm. That sounds right. 
See, Veronica Cartwright, you don't like her punky hair? She's very nervous in this film. Well, I think she's, you know, representing a lot of the empathy some of the working class dudes don't have. (laughs) I don't know if that's true. They seem to get it. No, but, I mean, she's more like, you know. What do you mean punky hair? Her hair just looks like my mom's hair did. Yeah, then your mom has punky hair. Whoever it looks like also has punky hair. Punky. <laughs> it's fucking cool. Yes, Punky. Punky does not have punky hair. <laughs> oh, Punky. More buttons and flashing lights, please. Yeah. More influence of 2001. They're like, get Ash in here. Come on. Now, I keep saying... The voice of the computer. I'm not hearing a voice. Where is it? Yeah, right. It's listed in the credits. I just maybe it was earlier and it was just something that like just blended in with everything. What are my chances? <laughs> Does not compute. Is he next on the list? Who the fuck is he? Dallas? Mm-hmm. Yep, Dallas. I don't remember who dies next. Is it Lambert? And I just watched this last night. Probably whoever gets in the... Yafit Koto or Lambert? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Aperture. You like those things? I do like those things. Aperture. Oh, that's the... Oh, well, he's next. Dallas is next because it's like it's on top of you and they don't see it. They do that a lot in Aliens. This is missing a lot of the spunky, witty comebacks of uh, Bill Paxton. Game over, man. We're Melba Toast, man. We're shredded wheat. (laughs) (laughs) This little girl. Why don't you put her in charge? such a dick in that. He's not a dick. He's a great and Vasquez hmm. and the pilot in the pipe. Five by five. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a hard time carrying all his shit down the hallway. <laughs> like, uh, fucking headphones are off. Start juggling. Play fucking popcorn. No, seriously. Are you not on like one of those little fucking unicycles too? What's that called? Aperture. <laughs> you learn something new every day. <laughs> he didn't fucking say that in the podcast. Ridley Scott didn't say nothing about the aperture. I need I need you. Why isn't he catching his beer on beer? His beer <laughs> on fire. Beer on fire. And my beer got caught. It's not ice cold. <laughs> I don't like warm beer. I'm telling you. That's right. Ice cold. Aperture. What is it in the one of the recent Star Wars films? They have one of those, but it's just like closing and opening super fast, like a giant blade. It's like, what point does that thing make? Like, why does it exist? To be awesome, menacing. Because you got to jump through it at just the right time. Or the sand that's like snow, but when you touch it, it's blood. It's red underneath. <gasps> 
The HVAC system is hot in there. It's hot on this mining ship. Especially when you're carrying a flame gun with you. (laughs) But, I mean, it was hot for Harry Dean Stanton, too. Yeah. He he needed that cool-off. So it's like, what? 200 degrees. Man, did you watch that fucking episode of The Boys? Oh, you said you're you're caught up. I haven't. I got the first three in. What? First three? What? You said you were caught up. I've watched the first three. Of what? Season two? Is what you're yeah. Saying? Oh. Well, I think I, that's caught up. I think there's another one out now. If there's, I think there might be four, but then I've seen it. But uh, it's earlier. Spoiler alert. God damn it. You can't even say. I'm going to say it anyway. When the guy is like, they're at the, 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 the self-help group or whatever, the support group, and he was having sex with a superhero and she accidentally turned into ice. Oh, I and don't I, think I've seen that. Yeah, it's, it's at the end of season one, I think. Oh, okay. But um, it's turned into ice while he was still inside, and it fucking cut his. It was like you know dry <laughs> ice or whatever, cut his dick right off. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Spoiler. Send your hate mail. I mean, I wouldn't say there's no sign. I'd just say it's not here. Hey, up. Veronica Cartwright is the shit. She kind of has the same role that she has in this in Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm-hmm. It's coming. You give me a direction. Which way is it moving? Like left, north, south. Patrick Swayze stars in the miniseries of the century, North and South. <laughs> you don't remember that? No. No, not that way. See, that's cheesy. Ta-da! It was cheesy. Hey. I thought we were partying. You were like juggling. I thought you were like a circus thing. Give me any kind of direction. Any kind. Well, she did at the end. She said, get out of there. No, not that way. Oh, it's hard. Veronica had a hard job. Yeah. Maybe next time give him some goddamn direction. Lambert. Lambert. I think she's got punky hair. She's got... What? what? Of all their non-punky hair, she's got the punkiest. The punkiest? Okay, if that's the scale, I concede. Yeah. It's like Sting. Billy Idol. Lambert. I thought she said ma'am. Ma'am. Ma'am, you're going to have to watch your tone. Oh, I like that. I didn't like that she was like, yeah. Well, if it's four, I was draw straws. Fuck that right now. Right. Wait for another one to die, and then we can all style. <laughs> Having a hard time keeping this meeting on track. Mm-hmm. Well, director was like, I feel it was unfair that he was telling Yafakoto to, like, you know, cut her off and not let her speak. You know, to antagonize, but then also, like, give her the direction. It's just how directors work. To give her the direction to be like, you know, have the last word. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to shut them down. And so, like, and not give each other, not let each other know the direction they're getting. 
to pit them against each other. I have a little for the film. Yeah, uh, no more seafoam green outfits. Quit dying. <laughs> She's just like, this is such bullshit. I'm ready to blow. Here's your blow. I'm going to blow. <laughs> Coalate, motherfucker. Yeah, maybe don't open the door next time, huh, dumb shit? He did like an eye eye capping. <laughs> All right. She just shook. Yeah. Again, that me. That's what I would be. I'd like to think I'd be fucking rat ass Yafakoto running around. But I would be fucking I don't know. <laughs> I'd be Bill Paxton. <laughs> Put her in charge. Game over, man. This is where she gets the bad news. What's going on, mother? <laughs> is everything good? We're going to make it out of this live, no problem? Oh, my Christ. Get the fuck off. Hold the line. Is it still going? Stand by it. Won't you stand by, by it? Me? Oh, stand by it. It's all right? Yeah. Cat is really. He's a maniac. Wanting to stop the podcast. All he wants, that and fed. Did this stuff get like, you know, spruced up for DVD release? I know, it looks really clear. It looks too clear. I don't know, maybe. Reroute a new coordinates. Best to get life form and gather specimen. Yeah, when did those new orders come? The beginning of the film? Especially or? that neato green streak with the gold thing at the end. I know. Yeah, Boop. Hot. Crew expendable. Emerald, yeah. And he's right there. Even the director was like, I don't know how he got in the room. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did he get in the room? And she wouldn't have heard, like, the slightest of noise. But he's like, just, you know, keep watching the movie. I don't know how. <laughs> when the director tells you that. <laughs> I don't know. It's not the most important thing. He's there. He knows what's going to happen. Good fucking suction sounds. And again, the sound is amazing. Jimmy Shield, sound effects. Yeah, see, that outfit. I was like, dude, what is so hot about that? I don't know. But it looks hot on him, and mm-hmm. it looks hot on her. Mm-hmm. Quit being such a dick. Uh-oh. I love milk. I just can't stop drinking milk. <laughs> just right out the skull. I'm sorry. The milk's coming right out my brain. How? That was good. Robotic strength. Why is he attacking her now? She didn't expect it. Fucking robot. 
No, but like, what are you talking about? She knows the truth. She knows. Yeah, but so she could tell this, the the crew, and they could they could kill him because they need to. And now she has the information to do it. He can't he can't let her live. She knows too much. Don't you know the concept? There's the knickknacks from the space <laughs> doors, <laughs> Deep Space Seven. Titties, titties. And fried eggs. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just all well, things that are hot. Pictures of fried eggs I and like sausages. Now, you see, I thought that th- this was to put an alien embryo in her, but no, I think it's just to suffocate her. When I saw this when I was younger, I was like, oh. Because they try to do something similar in aliens to Im- Im- impregnate her with an alien, but he's just trying to suffocate her. It's weird that he's making a cone thing. Yeah, Picotto's going to fuck you up. Don't ask what he's doing, man. Take action right away. He should have came in with a little more action, I think. Right? But nobody expected this robot shit. Yes. Ouch. Ouch. What what are you you're really spazzing out, Ash? He triggered a thing. I love milk. <laughs> Does a butt Yes. That's a really cool effect. Oh, it's amazing. And the score is brilliant. We're just jacking off to the awesomeness right now. Jesus. <laughs> Because Yavakoto is fucking cool. It really is, is it? a robot. <laughs> <laughs> it's got milk all over me. And tapioca. Yeah, that's where we get the best fucking vegan cheese of all time. <laughs> yeah. Veronica Cartwright. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> really is. I like how they do all that just to like rewire him and start him up again. You said that this is like fake meat and whatever those balls are called and some um, <laughs> fiber optic cables and shit. Those things are cool. Yeah, it is. All right, let's get a little towel and try. Fucking robot! We don't know anything about it except now we know everything about robot repair. It's, it's not the. It's, they got it to it's stay It's not down. the worst switch, but you could tell that. Yeah, they, it's <laughs> a, not the best switch either. It's not no for seventy nine. I think this is tops. Huh? Cool. I love milk. Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> she fall asleep for a second. She's like, well. <laughs> That's why I was trying to kill you. All crew expended. Motherfucker. Yeah, no shit. 
about our shares. Mm-hmm. That's not really. Some of this stuff ended up on some punk records. Did it? Well, when he's like, I admire his purity and shit. Like, that's all punk records. Yeah. Admiration would be a human emotion. Just because robots in this timeline can have human emotions. Yeah. Not all data. They do. Admires purity. It's a it's a fucking racist punk band. Mm-hmm. Purity. She's got a, a rad reading rainbow patch on her. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Smiley face. Nah. Yeah. Shuttle can't handle four. It's funny how a rehash, how much of a rehash it is in, in Aliens. It's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Even though the guy is like, the other person is still alive. The Dallas character and um, the guy from Terminator in Aliens is like, yeah, we blow up nuke it from space. Only way to be sure. Like... Every time that's her solution <laughs> is correct. Hey, you don't stop a winning strategy. Yeah, exactly. You ain't broke. Don't fix it. Um, when dealing with aliens, listen to me. That's right. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but go though. <laughs> Yeah, because like, I'm just grateful I didn't get killed first. Usually the black guy. Yes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's real let's, progress. Let's hear it. Yeah, representation and progress. Check out my nipple. Yeah, Pakoto, show him one nip. Just one. That's all you can handle. <laughs> you can't handle double nip. No, he always be Fucked up. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> double double Kodo nip. That's right. Or double Yafit nip. Mm. Spaceship. Yeah. Spaceship and spaceship. Wait, is that the shuttle? Oh, it's there's the sheathing going back. Oh, That's yeah. Hot. Yeah, of course it's small. I can't handle four. Yeah, only four. But that means that this thing's so big it can handle like, you know. Twenty-five thousand and four. Oh, but it's mostly filled with the mining ore. Take it easy. Hey, Jones. She calls it Jones either before or later. She just ca- she keeps calling it Cat. I'm like, what is the name? Is <laughs> Jones Jones Cat or Cat Jones? Maybe the full name is Cat Jones. What's that? Oh, it's like a like a plane thing. <laughs> That's cool. It's like a plane thing. It's like a fun fun activity, a fun day. It's like a fun day. You get in there, you fly around, have a good time. What was that scene in Over the Edge where they're trying to get the land developers to build houses and the 
all the teens are like blowing up their rec center and he's like, what's happening? He's like, oh, it's just a fun day. <laughs> Kids are having just fun. It's a fun thing. <laughs> Matt Dillon's on top of the cop car. <laughs> fun day. Looking cute in her neoprene suit. Neosporin? Is that the cat carrier? Maybe. Space cat carrier. It's better than the one I got from Fred Myers. Oh, did you get one of those cardboard ones? Yeah. I said coolant you could carry. Man, there's like a lot of undone projects on this spaceship. Like there's space for everyone's you like... You know, or it's shook, you know. Weird, like... He was saying that the director was saying they were going to have... um. Seats that like shook people, but it didn't happen. So in the earlier scenes when they're getting turbulence, it was like old Star Trek rules where the actors had to sell it by shaking. You know? <laughs> oh, because their their chairs didn't work or they were too expensive. Something. It's weird that they couldn't have hooked it up to like a rope and had crew guys shake it or something. Fine. Some of it is. I mean, yeah, he was he's big on that effects if you can do it. When the rope tightens around um, uh, Harry Potter wand guy, uh, it's just a crew guy pulling on a rope. <laughs> you know, when, when, when Darth Vader is, is throwing things at Luke in Empire, that's just crew guys chucking things at Luke. <laughs> right out of frame. <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead and swing that bat at this. Yeah. It's going to be funny. <laughs> Turn the page. <laughs> Bling. I mean, I like that she's this committed to the cat. It shows that she's a good person. Yeah. Well, we all love cats. Except those dog people out there. I mean, dog people would argue that the dog would never leave your side. That's probably Ugh, right. I don't want to talk about dog people right now. A weird prejudice I have is that I don't know why I don't really particularly like orange cats. I don't know what it is. If I had an orange cat, I would love it and care for it and, like, you know, high-five it. But it's just they, they, they don't pop like, like other cats to me. And the people that like orange cats are just they like, swear by orange cats. Yeah. Victory's sister or Siamese cats had a uh, big orange cat. I believe his name was Mr. McGregor. Yeah, maybe I need to meet or to have he met. He was massive. Mr. He was so big. I loved him. Oh no. Aww. I mean, I think you got to hit it with fire anyway. Just drop to the ground. She can't. It's called, like, paralyzed with fear or some shit. She didn't have military training. I don't know. Oh, it sucks. Save Veronica. Save Ronnie. Uh-oh, you're not saving anybody. Yeah, he just, like, ran into it, get killed quickly. That's a good, good, good feature right there. Yeah, I like when they did it with a stapler. 
It's a cat carrier. Ugh. It'd been cool if Veronica had survived and like her and Ripley got to go. There can only be one survivor. Oh, Lambert! Look, you don't want to hear that. That is just gross. Too far. It's awesome in a way because it's like, again, when I was watching The Boys, they showed something. Some of those scenes were way too violent for me. Yeah. And this was way too violent. They didn't show anything. You could just hear it. I was like, I don't need to hear her last fucking death sounds. But with those like rattle sounds in the background too. Yeah, the rattle sounds. Are good. You're good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, why don't you help out? <laughs> you should at least get the coolant. Is there like two left in here? Pull. Add like, eat a ton of snacks to our like podcast thing. <laughs> podcast description. We talk to cats. You know whatever we do. Eat 700 For pounds honoring of snacks. 70s movies, you can have, like, eat snacks, burp, fart. Complain argue about, about popcorn. And lack of professionalism. <laughs> people leaving. People coming. Ooh. Are we doing a film for your birthday? Yeah. Didn't, didn't work out last time. Well, were too many, too many cooks in the kitchen, possibly. Uh, and I, I think the mics were bad too. Like I, I had those lavalier mics, and I don't know. people let us know. I think you should be able to do something with a bunch of people. I've heard some podcasts with ten people. I think, I think it really is just, just pushing a, it a little bit. Yeah, I think a, the the main issue was that the lavalier mics just picked up too much sound. Keep saying lavalier. Hey, mother's voice. Yeah. I had her listed somewhere around here. Well, you went to go get the cat. Where is the cat now? Oh, yeah. Mother, also, also called mum in the film. Helen Horton. She did some character acting, but not too much. But she is the voice of mother. Helen Horton. Is she just like someone's friend, or is she just someone who didn't get a lot of gigs, I wonder? Maybe did more more plays. I don't know. Helen Horton. Maybe she heard a who. Hey. <laughs> Helen Horton heard a who. Ah, there's Jones. Careful. Precious cargo. I should say that. Kitty on board. I hate looking behind you running away scenes. Well, yeah. It's because it, they work. Because they work? Yeah, they build the tension. And they're like, you know, oh. It's like, look where you're going. Oh, that. Yeah, well. I agree with you. Mm. Ticket, 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 ticket. 
Ripley. Newt. They come at night. Where's Jones? I don't know. She has it later. <laughs> oh, Jones, keep your head down, buddy. Jones makes it. The alien doesn't doesn't have a, a taste for kitties, I guess. Maybe he can't figure out the box. Maybe. Or maybe he's full. Oh, yeah. Please. Maybe Or maybe he'd like a full meal, not just a bite. I don't like appetizers. I'm sorry. That's not how I roll. Hmm. Man, that place is massive. I'm a steak and potatoes. I was saying that. But, yeah, we were like... Where's the voice of computer? Now we can't shut it up. <laughs> God, I have to pee so bad. Five, four. I'm not going to make it to the iconic underwear scene. Come on. It's like the same people. That were like, oh, you can't, you know, show them naked. They should be wearing bras or something. Those same. <laughs> Mother. Mother. Those same studio execs were like, oh, this movie isn't sexy. <laughs> you know, like, right. Where's the sexy? What do you say? There's no sex in the film. And the director said, does there need to be? There doesn't need to be. But then he goes, well, here's a moment where there could be some sexuality. Where you've just got another scene of somebody cooling down in their underwear. And it's compromise, I guess. Why is no one having sex? Who would have sex in this film? It's just that's what the director's like. What is not a, it doesn't need. It's not that film. Like, go. I know there's no go love make porkies or some shit. Fucking studio exec. That is a great but, shot. But, you know, the underwear scene did it for me when I was 11. Oh, my God. These R-rated films are pretty good. They're pretty good. Right. Well, I mean, but it's not all about... Yeah. But it's not all. It's also like you get to the, the part where there is nudity in this film and like the anxiety is like letting go a little bit. All I can think about is get the cat. I know, right? There's even the scene where they're like, Jones is like getting looked at by the alien. It's just like super quick scene, but holy shit. What happened? Well, oh, he's just, he's fine. Yeah. He's there. Yeah. She remembers. <laughs> it's like the alien just like kicked it over. Like, fucking, I don't want that. Jones has been successfully rescued. Yep. God bless the relief I feel. 
She's and you not, were here to fill in the gaps. I heard talking. I'm yeah. happy. <laughs> she did, she's not in a massive hurry. No. Cat. Kitty. You can actually kill the kitty that way. No. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's, it's movie. The cat wasn't actually in there. I didn't hear enough about the cat. I wanted to know, like, whose cat it was or whatever. Right. I think it was, you know, a working cat because they mentioned, I think, the animal handler. They'll mention it in the credits. <laughs> Dude. The red zone is for loading and unloading. <laughs> I think it's fucking cool. Docking clamps. Purge. Purge. Got the urge to purge. They're like one minute. Go. Inappropriate joke. Apologize. Yeah. You did it. Lone survivor. Looks like there aren't going to be any more scares or jump scares. Looks like we can just roll credits. You're just out of here. There's no way the alien's in this ship with her. Yeah, how would that even happen? Why would he even know to do that? That's awesome. In space, no one can hear you scream, but they can hear every explosion. Right. I had an asshole roommate who fucking skipped down on rent, but then gave me a bunch of movie posters for rent and for bills. <laughs> okay. And I had the I feel like they probably pegged you pretty good. <laughs> I mean... Now I guess I mean I, I mean I didn't know him that well. He didn't know me that well. But yeah, he was right. Um, <laughs> but I just I had the Aliens movie poster or Alien movie poster, which I gave to Mike Clark of Movie Madness, and he was grateful because it went with uh, some props that we have. It's a you know movie store and museum, and he had one of the props from this movie. But you look that up now, the movie poster is worth like five grand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not something you can ask for back <laughs> Well especially since it's been taken over now I think he took the movie poster with him He doesn't, oh, It's shit. not there anymore He's fucking spent it on drugs I don't know <laughs> Rightful to do it It was a gift I was happy to give it But uh, god damn it like, I didn't know I, I was giving the story. five G's <laughs> Uh, the Shaft movie poster that I have is worth like one or two grand, I think. So really? I got that going for me. It's not in the best condition. Warriors, same thing, but the Warriors is all fucked up. <laughs> I will never not hang that. Jones. Cat scratches the Warriors poster <laughs> worth $4,000. <laughs> Description. Slight cat scratches on front, back, and center. But no, it did like... I should try to sell that and write shit like that. Like description, <laughs> extreme scratches. <laughs> Half the poster, gone. You know, like, what a deal. Instead of like four grand, you know, 20 bucks, yo. <laughs> 10. Jonesy's all traumatized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my goddamn okay, now that answers the question. I was like eating a Twix or something. I don't know why I missed that. 
I think because again, I think we're saying in Aliens, she does sleep with the cat or something. Right? I think so. Yeah, it's not here. Cat gets separate pod. Yeah, sleeping with a cat the entire way back to Earth. Fuck that. I'm gonna open these Rice Krispies and give the studio executives some sexiness. Yeah, the Rice Krispie treats and panties. Like, did they not have like say, fitting they, underwear? In, <laughs> right. What'd you say? Clean did, underwear? Did they not have fitting underwear? Oh, they gave her, like, child's underwear. <laughs> you know, I was thinking maybe you could wear it around your, like, thighs or something like that. Is that is that how underwear is worn? Yeah. This is funny. This horror sci-fi movie is giving me a different kind of thing. And it's good. I think there's a lot of these slasher movies. They'll use like sexuality in a negative way, you know, right before the person gets killed or whatever. Yeah. And like she's made it, you know, or she's gonna make it. There's a couple more scares left. Right. You've seen it. I'm not spoiling it. What? Seen it. Like how he's all slow. He keeps wanting to like hide and shit. Can I just hide through the journey home? Scientist guy said it was cool for me to be here. Yeah, you were expendable. I wasn't. Well, the alien's like, I need somebody to fly the ship. Can you just be cool with me here? He's like, also, how did it know to go there? Of all places. It's trying to survive. Yeah, oh. but why, how did it know that that was the place to go to for survival? It's fucking wicked smart. It's from Boston. Wicked smart. Well, like, maybe all that purity like, lets it know. <laughs> I admire that. Yeah. It's as angry as it is fucking and his, perfect. His strobe lights, yeah. I'll only shoot this in strobe lights. D7. It's a fucking, um, I almost said warrant, but it's a, a wiper song. <laughs> it's a great wiper song about being gay. It's like almost a song happening. It's quiet. It's quiet and sexy. I will survive. Play some Gloria Gaynor. I mean, it's a cute shot of her. And that. Get your staplers out and we can reenact. <laughs> Ah, yum. <laughs> oh, these suits um, are the same suits that they use in the planet, except uh, he, they recycled them and painted them white. <laughs> that they're the same. Give you sausage fingers. I didn't say before production designer was Michael Seymour. Did all of this cool shit. I like that she gets it. She gets a plan and she just goes with it. Fuck it. I'm doing this. Well, it's going to work. I, you know, I didn't get it. We've all seen so much sci-fi and so much like airlock shit that like, I think people who hadn't seen it and watch it now kind of would be like, I know what's going on. But as a kid, I had no idea about that airlock system and 
you know, when she straps herself in, what she's doing. It's kind of like a football player outfit almost. Right? It's a lot like a football player outfit. Just let, just let me be here. I'm just trying to nap. This is, I'm just going home, man. What part of, like, the agreement I have with the scientist guy are you not getting? <laughs> Come on, man. I'm going to fucking take over your military. I'm going to cause, like, you know, eight generations of peace. Like, just let me do it. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm going to be like a doomsday device, man. I can help. Let me help you. Lucky, lucky, I'm lucky. lucky. You're frosted lucky, lucky charms. <laughs> uh, too much cord. I just had too much cord. Uh, I'm sorry. Frosted lucky charms. That sort of freedom. They're magically delicious. Yeah, you're laying right oh, in she's it. She's like, okay, so now I've pissed him off. And now I'm going to get him real close to me. And he's got to be in the right, correct position to blow these doors. I was like, who owns the rights to this song, Lucky Star? The director said they had to clear it. It was Sigourney's idea to want to sing something to help center. Calm herself. Well, that looks like a dick. That looks like a dick on purpose, yo. Shit. If you look at H.R. Giger's work long enough, you'll see a bunch of dicks. That's right. Guy in the suit. <laughs> there, that there's your plasma. <laughs> plasma drive. Also, that's a very hardy being that can like be in space. Oh, that's an alien, man. Admire its purity. Apollo 13 with Tom Hanks. Doing mm. fine. Feeling good. Everybody in the theater, breathe. It's the epilogue. That's right. Kitty's out. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I I need to pet the kitty one more time yep. before going into stasis. I know I put you into stasis for a second, kitty, but... I took you out. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jones? He's like, sorry, the mining company doesn't need to know anything about Jones. Kept you out of all the official logs. That's right. Cat. Yeah. Now she's snuggling with Jones, huh? 
Having a nap. She'll probably be fine. Probably go right where she needs to go. What? Yeah, that's how they got there. Ivor. I've heard that the name Bornless. before. There's a Ivor that was a drummer in a punk band. I don't remember. Faith? That's the guy from the, the Son of Ragnar, right? I don't know. Michael Seymour Production Design. Ivar. Ivar. Now we got to figure out who that... Uh, H.R. Geiger. Cat, second cat handler was or something like that. No, we don't have to, but it, it'll be there. <laughs> no, it's important. No, it's not important. Very important. Oh, oh no, did I spill water all over your face? All right, folks, that brings us to the end of Alien. Please join us in our wrap-up. Visual design. Are you ready? Listen to our Dark Star and then watch this. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's correct. In that order. I guess I'm ready. Fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs>